0: Raiders fans, you can be here for live NFL action all season long. As the official ticket marketplace of the Las Vegas Raiders in the NFL, Ticketmaster is a wide selection of tickets, so you never miss a single play. Whether you're cheering on the Raiders at home or away, find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash Raiders.
1: You're listening to a pawn Further Review, presented by Coors Light, on the official Raiders podcast network. Here's your host, Eddie Pascal. What is going on? Eddie Pascal, not from the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center this week. You can hear from the ambient noise, the electricity in the air. We're on Radio Row, baby. And thank you, thank you, thank you for hanging out out with us for another episode of Upon Further Review brought to you by our pals at Coors Light. And as I said, we are taking the show on the road. Phoenix, Arizona, the Phoenix Convention Center, and we are here having a blast, a lot of fun, a lot of things to do, uh, and we have a great version of the show today. Two versions of the show this week, two episodes, I should say. This episode, which we will, uh, obviously, you guys are listening to right now, uh, in just a few minutes, we're going to play our interview with Sam Monson from PFF. Breaking down all things NFL, breaking down all things silver and black, looking at what worked for the Raiders in 2022 uh, and then looking ahead to 2023 and beyond for your Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, After that, we're going to come back to hang out with our boy Q from Raider Nation Radio 920 AM, our partner radio station here in the Valley. And it's just a blast, man. We're feeling good. The energy is high. Excitement is high. Recording this on a Wednesday morning, Uh, and really, and we'll talk to Q about this in a little bit, but just the change in energy, the change in excitement from Tuesday to Wednesday has been a blast. It has been a lot of fun to see. But before we get into all that, before we look ahead to the Super Bowl, etc., etc., gotta pay some bills so it is time to rattle off our transactions brought to you by shift 4 payments so since the last time that we all hung out the raiders have made one move single move Uh, on february 2nd the raiders signed offensive lineman justin murray to a reserve future contract and as i said man it's reserve future season for everyone across the nfl the raiders are no exception to that rule but before we get to our conversation with Sam Monson here in just a sec, uh, two things I wanted to bring up. One, just a quick Pro Bowl recap, and I'm not really much—not so much the game, the events, et cetera, et cetera. Who won? Who lost? I'll be honest, I don't really care that much. I don't think you guys really care that much who won and lost. But just looking at the event, the weekend, from a bird's eye view, and understanding—and we've talked about this a lot—where the league realized that things had to change uh, in terms of the Pro Bowl, as old friend Solomon Thomas walks by us right now on on Radio Row. But uh, the Pro Bowl, or the former iteration of the Pro Bowl, needed to be changed. It needed to be tweaked. It needed to be adjusted to 2023 and beyond. And that is exactly what the league did, Uh, changing the format, making it more family-friendly, and saying, hey, we're going to put these guys, these professional football players, the best of the best, the creme de la creme of the year, into a more uh, friendly environment, I guess is, is the term I would use, uh, to showcase their skills, their personalities uh, in a different way. And that is exactly what the league did. It was a blast to watch that, to see that. I mean, we're talking about almost 60,000 people strong in Allegiant Stadium. And, and I talked about it a second ago. Just the family-friendly dynamic, I think that the league really hit the, uh, hit the ball out of the park there and understanding like, hey, we're going to make this an event, an accessible event for people that have families, that people that want to share this memory with their kids to see, like I said, the best of the best in the NFL. And I think the league deserves a ton of credit for making that adjustment, and really from here, I think this it's only going to get better and better and more accessible and uh, you know tweaked and fine tuned to make it something that we're all really collectively, you know, collectively really really proud about. But the other thing I want to talk about, and we'll bring about this uh, bring this up with Q when we talk to him here in a few minutes after our conversation with Sam Monson. It is hard to be here at the convention center in Phoenix, looking at everything that is going on, understanding the one of one experience that a Super Bowl is and not look ahead to next year. And that's no disrespect to the Chiefs and the Eagles. And I think it's gonna be a phenomenal game this weekend. And I am stoked to sit on my couch, have a few brewskis and some chicken wings and enjoy this game. But all the same, as we sit here, it is so hard not to let your mind wander ahead to 12 months from now. And just to understand what Vegas is gonna mean for this event, what this event is gonna mean for Vegas. Like, you, you look at everything that Vegas does, they do it bigger and better and glitzier and more entertaining than any other city in the United States. You can make the argument any other city in the world. So the fact that the biggest game in North American sports is coming to Vegas, is coming to Allegiant Stadium. Like I said, you know, it's no disrespect to the teams playing this weekend. Obviously, you know, the Raiders wish they were here celebrating as well. But to look ahead to next year, man, oh. It is going to be so much fun. We've talked already. We've already started talking about what our radio row setup is going to look like a year from now. Uh, We've already started talking about things that we want to tweak, things that we want to change, things that we want to add to make this experience, to make everything that we got going on production-wise even bigger and better for the Super Bowl in Vegas. So, as I said, a lot to talk about, a lot to get to. Excitement couldn't be higher. Uh, So, as I said, we were fortunate enough to talk to our guy Sam Monson from PFF earlier today. He broke down thing, down all things silver and black. We really looked at, like I said, the 2022 version of the silver and black, the things that did work, the things that didn't work, what has to be better in 2023. And yes, Sam touched on some of the biggest questions surrounding your Las Vegas Raiders. So without further ado, enjoy our conversation with Sam Monson. And Sam, before we get into the game and everything to look forward to this weekend, I, you know, we work for the Raiders. I want to give a little Raiders slant to this. Coming off of 2022, first year Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler, 6-11, and 11, not where the team wanted the record to be. Moments where it was good, moments where it was really good, but unfortunately more moments where it just you know, wasn't necessarily up to par. When you look at the Raiders and when they did have success in 2022, what are some kind of the the common threads of when they found and were able to move the ball and do what they wanted to do?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it was really a case of their star players that have showed up when the Raiders were good. It was when Josh Jacobs was having a ton of success on the ground. Um, it was when Devonte Adams, that was working mm-hmm. and he was able to have production. I think the issues were Like, what does this look like beyond those guys? Can we get more consistency out of secondary weapons, out of other players? Can the offensive line keep moving in the right direction? Can Derek Carr, you know, play well when he was the quarterback? And obviously going forward, they, they gotta find a guy that can be that. But I think injuries were a big part as well. Like when this team was healthiest, it was at its best. Like when they had to go into the bench, when they were banged up and they were without some of their best impact playmakers, that's when they struggled.
1: You know, I think it's funny because I think the the fan base in general kind of feels the way you do where that you know your casual Raiders fan looks at this team and says hey we got three stud players you got Josh Jacobs who's one of the best running backs in the NFL this year Max Crosby who's playing out of his mind one of the best defensive ends in the NFL this year Devontae Adams enough said there how have they not been able to find sustained success but I think you bring up a great point where it is kind of some of those depth pieces some of those guys a little lower on the roster where unfortunately it just didn't get the production there
2: yeah absolutely and you know, as good as Josh Jacobs was this year, and he broke, you know, 90-plus tackles, he led the NFL in uh, first downs, rushing first downs, it's hard for a running back now to carry a team the yeah. way they used to be able to do, like, at the, the 1990s or maybe even the early 2000s. Like, I'm not sure that's possible these days, where you're going to need more. You're going to need a passing game on the back end of it. You're going to need a defense to hold up. You can be okay. You can be pretty good with a running back carrying a load, but... You, know, you can't go toe-to-toe with a team like the Chiefs because you know, that's what the standard is now.
1: When, when you guys at PFF look at, and I guess this is a more of like a theoretical question, but when you look at the running back position and, and you see everything that Josh did this year, but you bring a great point where it is hard. This version of the NFL, it's hard to have a running back be your, you know, number one option. How do you guys kind of grade out and, and evaluate the importance of that position on a team in 2023?
2: Yeah, running back is difficult because it's a, it's just such a hugely dependent position on other things, right? Like a great wide receiver can be a great wide receiver, without much help around him even with a bad quarterback and we've seen that with guys like DeAndre Hopkins for years was able to have incredible numbers with a a rotating cast of quarterbacks that weren't very good but a running back is going to need blocking in front of him he's going to need a pretty good standard of run blocking to get much success he needs passing game help he needs uh, an offensive formation that's going to take guys out of the box and sort of give him some space to work with and if he doesn't have any of those things he's just almost not possibly going to have any kind of success and we've seen that you know Derrick Henry Jonathan Taylor this year these are two of the best running backs in the NFL but the offensive line fell apart or the offense generally fell apart and all of a sudden they weren't able to have the kind of success that we've been used to seeing for the last few years they didn't become bad players overnight the situation just got worse so I think it's tough when you're sort of looking at running back and saying how valuable is this guy or how much did he get paid because you kind of need to factor in like what the environment for him is gonna look like in the next few years.
1: You know, sticking on the offensive side of the football, a guy like Devontae Adams, he comes in, comes in from Green Bay a year ago and there's these great expectations attached to him. Oh, he's gonna do this, he's gonna do this, he's gonna do this. And he's one of those rare guys who checked all the boxes, set franchise records and numerous things, and and you look at what Devontae did uh, and we talk about having multiple quarterbacks. When you guys look at Devontae's body of work from 2022, what kind of stands out to you guys? I think he was the
2: same guy that he's been. It took a little bit of a a while to get going, but... He, we've seen from him how incredible he is at every level of the field like that's the thing that's always stood out about davante adams is he's not just a deep threat and he's not just a guy that works underneath but every area of the field every area of defense he threatens and he's able to do it against any kind of coverage, whether it's zones. He knows where to, to settle, where to find space. It's man coverage. His route running is peerless. It's up there with anybody in the NFL. His release is off the line. He can defeat, you know, press coverage. He can defeat the jam at the line. So there's really no way of stopping him with a defense other than simply assigning so many guys to take him away and forcing you to go somewhere else with the football.
1: You know, I, I think that going back to what we were talking about earlier about having some complementary pieces to Devontae, though, and I think Mac Hollins had a really nice year. Sure. Hunter Renfro, when he was healthy, certainly had yeah. his moments. But, you know, how valuable is it for someone in Josh McDaniel's offense, like Devontae is, to have that kind of second fiddle, for yeah. lack of a better term? It's
2: huge. And obviously, this isn't a problem specific to the Raiders. Sure. So many offenses in the league are just too dependent on their number one guy, and they don't have that second third fourth option and somewhere to go with the ball once you find a defense it's able to take away that first guy and you know buffalo is too heavily focused on stefan diggs dallas is too heavily focused on cd lamb and all these guys it's not that um, those aren't great receivers and they're not doing their job but that offense to be as good as it needs to be they need to find somebody that can step up and be that secondary threat and by a secondary threat, they kinda need to be able to be a number one guy. They need to be the de facto one A. Yeah. If teams are able to take away their number one. You know now you need to be the number one. So you need to go beat the second best guy on the defense all the time.
1: You know, it's it's interesting now for really the first time in the decade in a decade, Raiders fans are, are looking forward to having a new quarterback under center. And right. we look at some of the pieces that Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler put together. Right, we talk about Devontae, Darren Waller, uh, a very unique guy, a very elite guy when he's healthy. Hunter Renfro it remains to be seen if Josh Jacobs comes back, but when he's rocking, I mean, we saw what he did this year. How vital is it now to get that position right, to get that point guard under center right for the Raiders in 2023 so that whoever it is can get the ball to all these weapons and really kind of utilize this offense the way that it's meant to be utilized? It's huge. And in this division in particular, you know, you have to factor in
2: what you're going to be going up against because, OK, the Russell Wilson thing in Denver didn't work out year one, but now Sean Payton's on board. Who knows what that will look like now? But you've got Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs there. You've got Justin Herbert and the Chargers there. So whoever you bring in a quarterback is going to be going up against those guys, you know, two, four, six times a season, depending on the the kind of years they're having. It's not necessarily just comparing them to the rest of the NFL and saying, you know, a league average is fine because it, it isn't in that division. League average means you're starting as dramatic underdogs in at least four of those games you know maybe six if russell wilson can have some kind of resurgence so they need to figure out
1: you know where can we find a guy with the potential to match those players so i'll let you play gm for a second raiders are picking number seven obviously the the big discussion surrounding this team as is pretty understandable is the quarterback situation you're sitting there on the clock at seven What does your gut tell you? Do you say, say, hey, let's go quarterback, let's trade back, let's address this in free agency? Like, if I could give you the magic wand, what do you do with the Raiders quarterback in 2023? It's a really fascinating discussion
2: because it's going to come down to how you evaluate those top four quarterbacks in the draft, right? And they're very, very different quarterbacks, all four of them. So... If you love one of them in particular and it's not the one everybody else loves, you might be in a great position to be able to sit there at seven, maybe jump up a couple of spots and draft the guy that you love the most anyway. Or the guy that you love the most might be the guy that's going to go number one overall. And all of a sudden now you've got to start thinking, or what does that trade package look like? Like, what does it cost to get from where we are all the way to number one for a guy like Bryce Young from Alabama or something like that? So. I think that's a lot of the work that those guys are doing right now, is figuring out, let's evaluate the draft class, then let's get a gauge on where the rest of the league is on these guys and start figuring out where we are and where we think our guy is going to go. And that kind of determines the moves that you need to make. But if they're in a situation where the quarterback they love is the guy that's probably going to go number one overall, I think they need to be having those conversations and seeing what that trade package looks
1: like. And you are bring a great point because you really are, the AFC West is such a unique, in a unique space right now, where it does. It very much feels like an arms race. It's like, hey, yeah. you got this, we want that. We're gonna, You're going to go get him, we're going to add this guy. So you don't, to your point, you don't have to add, or you don't have the luxury of being able to say, let's go add an average quarterback. You have right. to go add someone that you think is not only capable of ascending and growing into that position, but elevating everyone on the offensive side of the football too. And it's
2: not just the division. I mean, the AFC as a conference is this brutal arms race because the division is just getting out of that then you've got to deal with Joe Burrow in the playoffs then you've got to deal with Josh Allen in the playoffs you know maybe Miami with Tua keeps going where they're going like just the AFC alone is this gauntlet that you're going to have to run through and if you don't have a quarterback that you think can compete on that playing field I mean you're not you're not going anywhere. You're not appearing in a Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a fascinating moment to be a fan of the NFL. It's a really unique moment to be a fan of the Raiders and the AFC West in general. And we have a lot to talk about over the next couple months as we get ready for the draft. But Sam, uh, I know the PFF crew is out here. You guys have been dominating. Mm-hmm. What do we have uh, to look ahead of you? Uh, how, uh, excuse me, have to look ahead of for the next couple days from you guys?
2: Yeah, we're here with the uh, the PFF NFL podcast. We're recording our show um, live here from uh, Radio Row, Media Row, all the way through the week. We're also bouncing around, you know, talking to guys like you doing. And lots of other stuff so pff nfl podcast wherever you get your podcasts or on youtube love it
1: well sam we appreciate you hanging out it was great to talk to you shout out my guy dave one time i know
2: he's running around like a madman but Absolutely. we appreciate
1: him bringing you uh bringing
2: you over we'll talk to you soon all right, brother no problem thanks for having me
0: raiders fans you can be here for live nfl action all season long as the official ticket marketplace of the las vegas raiders and the nfl Ticketmaster is a wide selection of tickets so you never miss a single play whether you're cheering on the raiders at home or away find tickets today at ticketmaster.com slash raiders
1: and a big thank you to Sam Monster for coming to hang out, and a big shout out to my guy Dave at PFF. Always good to talk to the PFF guys. But I'm even more excited now because I'm talking to our very own Q Myers. Q, what's happening? It's uh, it's good, man. We're back. We're into this thing, yeah, huh? Man.
0: Yeah, we are. And it's funny, man. It was a year ago. We were in LA, right? Yeah. And it was fun. It was busy. But man, it's really busy here today.
1: Yeah, I mean, even just from yesterday. So for the people at home who haven't had the opportunity to go to a Radio Row, right. first off, <laughs> get ready a year from now. Right. Go to the one in Vegas. Yes. It's going to be crazy going to be so much fun. We're already scheming what that's going to look like for all of us, but I mean, the just the foot traffic alone from yesterday to today, the energy, the noise, everything. I mean, we're, we start at like a 6. We're like pushing 9.5 now.
0: No doubt. No doubt. And, and it's exciting. You know, it's, it's just, you can feel the energy as soon as you walk in. Everyone gets here a little bit earlier. They're a little more fired up. You know, it's like the next few days are going to be fantastic. So this is a lot of fun.
1: You guys have been crushing it at 9.20 in our little station to our left. We got Las Vegas, right like now. the whole
0: booth over. We got like Las Vegas south or something like i don't pretty, know what you call it pretty much
1: everything from here over I'm gonna, I'm gonna give us like four like an 80 by 80 yeah. square foot area like most people here and this isn't like this is reality most people got like a little a little piece of real estate right right you got about one table and that's it we got yep. one two three four called five tables a couple backdrops we're crushing it out here man
0: yeah no it's a lot of fun and 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 to be sitting here partnering up with you guys and and doing everything that we're doing we're trying to get as many guests as possible it's a big rat race right everyone's trying to get uh the hall of famer everyone's trying to get this player, that player, this actor, that actor, whatever, whoever it is, but it's so much fun, the challenge, the, the grind, the go get it, and you know, it's like at the end of the week, we're like, man, I'm so tired, but then when you sit back and you think about it, what we're doing, and someone's giving us a paycheck for this? Sorry. Better than a real job, like Yes, I told you yes better than a real job.
1: Uh, speaking of all the guests, I know you guys have been running around like crazy. Uh, so with this, today is Wednesday. What do we have coming up on a necessary roughness this afternoon? And what do you guys got yesterday?
0: Well, I mean, we're just so busy, man. I mean, we just we talked to the Hall of Famer James Lofton. Uh, I know he's he visited uh, with with you guys as well, obviously. Uh, but we we just got so many different people lined up. And Mike Golick, uh, we have him. It's, it's funny, man. Just we have broadcasters, athletes, just. Every, it's, you never know. You know, Kay Adams has stopped by. I mean, so many different people. Pat McAfee, Dana White. I mean, just the list goes on and on and on. It's so funny when you actually sit down and do the show, you realize, wow, the show's already over. And I've had like eight interviews and it's done. It's just, it's, it's incredible. That's the
1: beauty of Radio too, man, where it's like you could name any person in the world. Right. Sports, music, influencer yep high-level tax guy right you're like, yeah man oh yeah i see it i get it i see why i was there like right. that's the beauty is that you there is no one you could name right now right then say hey there are radio roads that i'd be surprised by
0: no i mean ufc fighters wrestlers er- everything and, and you know you don't even have like i'm not a wrestling guy i'm not an even big ufc guy but when don't they're here too loud. i think mark i know out, but, I, that's yeah. what i'm saying but that's that's what that's the thing about it is there's something for everybody that's the thing right it doesn't I'm a big NFL guy but I know that like I said there's fighters here and that's for the fight crew and it's and and it's exciting it's fun so
1: and I think what's really great for us is—and I mean this in the best possible way—this is for us, anyways. It feels like kind of a dry run for next year, right? right? Because right. next year, Super Bowl coming to Las Vegas, which I, I'm still trying to like wrap my mind around, like logistically, what that's going to look like right. for us. But man, it is going to be such a blast, and to see just kind of to kind of let yourself envision—you see everything that's going on around here, you feel that energy, and then you drop it in the entertainment capital of the world—it's going to be—it's going to be incredible.
0: No, it re- man, it's. Nuts right I mean people are even asking me about it now yeah well when we're here on Radio Row we're here in Arizona and everyone's like yeah but what about next year we're coming to your neighborhood next year and we're like yeah it's going to be insane because honestly as we know Vegas doesn't need to have the Super Bowl to have a great time you know I mean Mm -hmm. because there's already a ton of people in Vegas for the Super Bowl now it's actually going to be played in Vegas it's going to be uh, – uh, and that's a credit to Allegiant Stadium, man. Allegiant Stadium is a game changer.
1: And I think it's a credit to Southern Nevada in general too, yeah, right? Because, true. I mean, a lot of people that, you know, I've talked to and you know, having similar conversations to the ones that you are having, it's Vegas as a city right. is also built to be able to hold – Uh, and really have an event like this and have it at a high level, right? right? Because there's so many logistical things that go into it. You talk about the rooms that you need to have, the spaces you need to have, the proximity to everything. Like, I mean, I don't want to throw shade at our our friends in Northern California, but (laughs) when that, when we have the Super Bowl down in, uh, or I should say up in uh, Santa Clara, San Francisco, I mean, you're talking about 90 minutes on a good day in between where the festivities were and where the game is. Now, I mean, if you're in Vegas, you're talking on the 15, 20 minutes with traffic. So, I mean, the logistical part of it, too, I think is going to be a huge drawing point. And I think the folks, like our friends from out of town, when they come in, they're going to be really, really pleased by it.
0: Well, the thing that I like about it as well, and we saw it with the Pro Bowl, you know, that it could be a family-friendly... Yes. You know, when you think of Las Vegas, you think of partying, you think of, you know, whatever... Mm -hmm. But now you realize that there's so much more you can do than just go and party and just the old cliche. It's a it's a family-friendly city, and it's fantastic.
1: Yeah, and I think that's that's one of the things that you talk about, oh, what have I learned since moving to Las Vegas, yep. right? Like, I'm like every other guy out there. 99% of people <laughs> where I think, of Vegas, and you're like, oh, man, you are gonna get up, yeah. you 2 in the morning, I'll be, it with Steve, <laughs> I'll be kicking it with Steve Aoki, right. like, all that. Yeah. And that certainly exists, and there's an appetite for that, as there should be, right. but there's so much more to it, and I think that, you know, We talk about the Raiders coming and the success the the Aces have had. That's a tough one to talk about. But you talk about that, and and so many of these big-time, big-dog events are now coming to Vegas. That helps not only add to the allure of Vegas as a destination to go see a game, to go see a fight, but for people to say, hey, I want to live here permanently. I want to put roots down here. I want my kids to have access to these types of events. Like That, to me, is when we look at this 10 years from now, 15 years from now, 20 years from now, that's what excites me.
0: You know, the other thing about it, and I know it doesn't, and do anything for anyone else, but I mean for our business, there's so many people that have come up to me so far here on Radio Row and was like, hey, man, if you got a job opening, I'd love yeah. to be there. I mean, everyone <laughs> yeah, wants to be man. in Vegas. That's just, that's right. that's that's just reality. That's the reality of it yeah. is that everyone wants to be in Vegas, including people that do what we do. They love it because it's a, it's they see it. You can see it from the outside, how big it is and how, how much it's growing. And so to know that we're there and we're all there, and the Raiders are there and, and, and Allegiant Stadium's there, and we're able to embrace it and bring so many great events in, it's so exciting, man.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a blast. And like yep. I said, we still have a lot to do this week, but it, it's hard. Hard, dude. It's hard just as a human being not to let yourself look ahead to next year, to feel what it's gonna feel like, to understand like, hey, yeah, what we're doing here is great, but there's so many things already that we know we want to tweak for next year to make it bigger and better and more engaging for fans to have people stop by and want to spend time with us. So I cannot wait. But Q, before we get out of here, since we are doing a pond for the review, brought to you by my good pals at Coors Light. I'm doing the same show, man. So I gotta crack a cold one on the way out. Okay, I don't mind that. Yeah, man. So today I'm gonna crack a cold one for our, our. our team back at the facility, yes, right. Because those guys, Payton and Alexandra and Stevie, everyone who can hear me as I look into this beautiful camera right here. And Alexandra
0: was here. And I was this
1: week. I know. Incredible. 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 So all those people who are keeping our ship afloat, who are making sure that the content gets out, that it looks good, that it sounds good, they never get the credit they deserve. So right. this week, as we sit here in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, I'm cracking a cold one for them.
0: Nice, nice. I'll crack a cold one for uh, Wyatt. And, oh, and, and look at Wyatt, this! Some I'm gonna, for young. Gonna, no, I'm going to crack a one for Wyatt because we didn't have tape, and he gave us tape. And then he said, yeah, I guess I can provide you tape. And I said, you know what? You're so young, you have such opportunity at some point, I'm going to be your tape man. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's so young, and he's got the opportunity, he's going to grow. So, yeah, it's my guy. He, he gave me tape this year. Some year I'll give him tape,
1: and he'll be the guy. Wyatt's turning into a great glue guy, man. Everyone, <laughs> you need a glue guy, right? Yep. To keep things together, to yep. make sure that you know, we have the tape, that we have the table screws, right. all that kind of stuff. Wyatt has been doing a fantastic job. Uh, our entire crew here, it's like The
0: Daman. He's, he's learning all of a sudden. Yeah. You see him?
1: Yeah. And I think that's one thing that's really cool, too, is we talked about just on our way out the kind of partnership between our two entities yeah. under the Raiders umbrella. Silver and yep. Black Productions is right here. Raider Nation Radio is right there. It feels good to be able to feed off the energy right. that we're providing each other. We're two big dysfunctional families <laughs> under one big Raiders umbrella, but I wouldn't have it any other way, man. Me
0: either, man. It's been fun. and It's just exciting, and it's a lot of work, but, again, couldn't complain.
1: Exactly. Zero complaints on our end. So so, oh, Freddy Pascal, our guest Sam Monson, my boy Q, uh, everyone else who's helped our little production, my man Ray, Al, everyone back at the facility knocking things out, being dominant. We thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, program you know, we will have a Friday episode Uh-oh. of Upon Further Review this week. Yes, Super Bowl edition. So we're gonna have a little different flavor for you guys coming at the end of the week. We will see you then for, like I said, our next edition of Upon Further Review.
0: Raiders fans, you can be here for live NFL action all season long. As the official ticket marketplace of the Las Vegas Raiders in the NFL, Ticketmaster is a wide selection of tickets so you never miss a single play. Whether you're cheering on the Raiders at home or away, find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com Raiders.